you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Oh, you hear the beats and the bass, you know that means it's time for the Stardom Sit'em Show. I am Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. It is week five. You can always check out the column at NFL.com slash start sit. I know you have been working tirelessly at this thing since, what, Sunday afternoon, I would assume, right? Yeah. Start writing it on Sunday, and uh, nothing ever changes throughout the course of the week, so don't worry about that. Everything that happens on Sunday is as it will be when we get to the following Sunday. That's all there is to it. Uh, we will go through the top starts and sits of week five. We'll tell you who's going to get into Club Dub. Plus, uh, Laquan Jones will be back, and he will give you his top five sleepers for the week. But without any further ado, let's get into your starts and sits at quarterback for week five. Of course, we're doing this after the Thursday night game uh, has happened. I know that you had Justin Fields this week, right? You were a Justin Fields guy this week. I, right? I said to start Justin Fields this week. Uh, some other quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson. Kirk Cousins, C.J. Stroud, who's been playing out of his mind right now. And I think Jordan Love is in play, although I know you you don't love him this week, Marcus. Uh, Some sits, Trevor Lawrence against the Bills, Joe Burrow, uh, because he just doesn't look like Joe Burrow right now, Russell Wilson, and Brock Purdy in a tough matchup against the Cowboys. So Danger Russ, who's been playing well, is uh, on the sit list. Let's talk about some guys on the start list. Kirk Cousins going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Last week, Cousins had his worst game of the season. Just 139 passing yards, but you think he bounces back against KC? It's so ironic that he had his worst game of the season, and it's the only game that the Vikings have won so far this season. (laughs) But that is the whole thing. They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. They're going to have to put up points. They're likely going to be playing catch-up, and that is when Kirk Cousins is at his best for fantasy purposes. It was his first game last week with fewer than 340 passing yards. The, the Chiefs, their secondary is tough, but we know that this Vikings defense could put up points. They did it against the Eagles. I'm expecting a game similar to that in week two where the other team goes off against the Vikings defense. And then Kirk Cousins is like, well, I guess I got to try to match that. This, this game has the makings of a score fest. If both these offenses do what we think they are capable of doing. Uh, also, you got Patrick Mahomes on the other side coming off of one of his worst games in a long time, too. So we'll see if those quarterbacks can get back. On the good foot. Do we see Taylor Swift there? Yes or no? I don't care. <laughs> I'm sure that my mentions will be. I don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, CJ Stroud is off to an amazing start. Uh, he has set an NFL record. The first player in NFL history to go for 1,200 plus yards, 
without an interception over the first four games of his career. I know we're parsing it down. I don't care. It's still pretty special. He's got the Falcons this week, so we keep the C.J. Stroud train rolling, huh? Yeah, I am rolling with C.J. Stroud. And last week, I had him as a sit against the Steelers. I will take the L there. But I said that it was a big test for him, and he passed with flying colors, going for 306 and two touchdowns. He is now top 20 fantasy points in three straight games with multiple passing touchdowns in each of those. I know that the Falcons on paper look like a tough matchup, but they bring pressure at a below average rate. I think that is big for CJ Stroud. Not only do I want to start Stroud, I think you want to start his pass catchers in this one as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, I've been telling people if you've got Tank Dell or Nico Collins, you are starting them, understanding that there will be ups and downs. But the way the Texans are throwing the football and the way those guys are playing, I don't know how you sit either Collins or Dell at this point. On the other side, and I never thought we would be here. Uh, if, we, if you had told me back in July that we'd be saying this in week five, I would have said you're crazy. But Joe Burrow is a sit against the Cardinals, huh? Yeah, every week on Sunday, Joe Burrow managers are like, that's it. I, I'm not playing him anymore. And then on like Wednesday, I get texts from people like, hey, have you seen who Joe Burrow's facing yet this week? Maybe he could bounce back against the Cardinals. And I, I just need to see it first. Last week was a good matchup on paper against the Titans. He gave you less than five fantasy points. He is averaging 7.9 fantasy points per game on the season and has more games without a touchdown pass than he does touchdown passes on the season right now. You keep him on your bench, in my opinion, until he shows us that he looks like Joe Burrow. Again. Here are the quarterbacks that have more fantasy points than Joe Burrow. Uh, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, Desmond Ritter. I mean, I can keep going. He's, so, so all of them. Pretty so pretty much. much all of them. So all of the quarterbacks have more fantasy points than Joe Burrow. That is where we are here at the start of week five. So we talked about the guys who are pitching it. Let's talk about the guys who are going to be catching it. Look at the wide receiver starts and sits for week five. Who do you have? I said I would be playing uh, CJ Stroud's pass catchers. That's why Nico Collins is a start for me. Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver one for the San Francisco 49ers. Christian Watson is back for the Packers, so he should be back for your fantasy lineups. And then Adam Thielen, we, he's the replacement option because the fourth one was originally DJ Moore. Hopefully you did start <laughs> DJ Moore this week. Uh, some sits. Drake London, because I want nothing to do with the Falcons passing attack ever. Uh, Cortland Sutton, because Jets. Jordan Addison uh, in a tough matchup on paper against the Chiefs. And then Tyler Boyd. The only one I'm nervous about right there is, is Jordan Addison. Addison, I think, well, I think he bounces back from last week when he had one target and zero catches. Like, I feel confident that he's going to do better than that in week five. But how good he's going to do, well, I think that is up for debate. But let's talk about Christian Watson, because he came back last week, did have a touchdown, didn't see a ton of snaps as the Packers were working him back in. But you think he goes big against the Raiders this week? Yeah, I do. I think on Monday Night Football, where everyone is going to have the eyes on, on their eyes on Devontae Adams on the other side and talking about how he's still amazing without the Packers, I think Christian Watson is going to have a little something to prove. Like, hey, the Packers are doing all right with what they have here. We saw last week, like you said, on a snap count, he still scored a touchdown in the red zone, and I think now with the mini-buy, we could see him play close to, if not a full allotment of snaps, and it only takes a play or two for Christian Watson to have a big fantasy day. That's the thing. He's so good after the catch that you just get the ball in his hands, and who knows what's going to happen from there. Plus, if they decide to stretch the field, he's the guy who can take the top off the defense. Adam Thielen just keeps thumbing his nose at regression. Like, we're like, oh, Adam Thielen, he's washed, he's old, uh, and he's just like, he keeps going and, and doing it. And 
the Lions maybe not the doormats they once were, but you still like Thielen this week against Detroit. Yeah, I do. It, it is wild to say that Adam Thielen has been quarterback proof, but that's what he has been in the first month of the season. He has at least eight targets in three straight games, seven catches and over 15 fantasy points in each of those games. And in that span, he is averaging over 22 fantasy points per game. As good as the Lions defense is, they are amazing at stopping the run. Uh, so I think, one, the Panthers don't have much of a run game they could rely on. But even more so this week, I think they're going to have to throw the ball more than normal. Adam Thielen is a top 12 fantasy wide receiver through the first four plus weeks of the season. Didn't think we would be talking about that. Brandon Ayuk, you mentioned it. I've, I've been on this train for a while, but I'm glad to welcome everybody aboard. Brandon Ayuk is the wide receiver one. For the San Francisco 49ers, and you have no fear against starting him against the Cowboys. No, and, and kudos to you. You've been driving the IU hype train, not just this season, but for years now. And exactly what you said, he is the wide receiver one for the San Francisco 49ers. He leads this team in targets, in receiving yards, in receiving touchdowns and end zone targets. And that is despite missing a game already this season. He is averaging almost 16 air yards per target. So he is always a threat to put up high yardage, catch a long touchdown. Even in a tough matchup against the Cowboys, I think he is a must-start wide receiver. And I'm feeling great about him. Not so much Debo or George Kittle right Debo, now. Debo, I'm a little worried about George Kittle. I, you know, I know it's hard to avoid him, but I would if I could, just because I think he's going to spend a lot of time blocking and not as much time route running and getting involved in the passing game for San Francisco. Speaking of George Kittle, we're going to talk about some tight ends coming up and it's time for a vibe check. We're going to tell you how we're feeling about some of your biggest fantasy questions. That and more coming up here on the Stardom Sit-Up Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Take a look at the Stardom Sidem tight ends for week five. Florio, take us through it. Darren Waller in a potentially bounce back spot. I still like Tyler Higby, even with Cooper Cutback as a sleeper there. Dallas Goddard giving him another shot and Jake Ferguson, even in a tough matchup. Some sits Kyle Pitts because Falcons, uh, Hunter Henry in a tough matchup, Chig Okonkwo. And the, the fourth one there was Cole Komet. Uh, my bad. <laughs> uh, Cole Komet is, is very quietly having a really nice year. And Kyle Pitts, I don't know, man. I think that's just what it is. John U. Smith is the tight end one in Atlanta. None of us like it, but we just got to accept the facts at this point. Uh, let's talk about some potentially happier things, because Darren Waller has been a big disappointment, but the Giants are saying they understand they've got to get him more involved. Uh, the, actually, the headline I saw was uh, Daniel Jones hopes to get Darren Waller more involved. And I'm like, <laughs> hope is not a strategy. I'm hoping they have a strategy because you have him as a start. I am hoping that their strategy <laughs> is to get him the ball more. I'm hoping that Daniel Jones is even capable of getting him the ball more. But I'm hoping for a squeaky wheel game. A lot of the times we hear stuff like this and then the game plan is, is emphasized. Hey, especially in those first 15 plays, let's try to get the ball going to our best playmaker, especially since last week on the first drive, Daniel Bellinger got hurt, was out for the game. So Waller was asked to do a little bit more blocking. 
The Dolphins are middle of the pack against tight ends. They don't bring a ton of pressure, which I think helps Danny Dimes. And they're going to score a bunch of points against the Giants defense. So I'm guessing that means the Giants are going to be throwing the ball a whole lot. I mean, I don't know why they haven't just schemed up more things because he is the most consistent playmaking pass catcher they have in the offense. They're not using Jalen Hyatt. I don't know what they're doing offensively, but why not just try and force feed Darren Waller? Hopefully that happens this week. Jake Ferguson. And I said this on NFL Fantasy Live. There are only a handful of tight ends I can think of to like confidently start over Jake Ferguson right now. It's Travis Kelsey. It's TJ Hawkinson. It's Sam Laporta. It's Evan Ingram. I'm trying to think of like a fifth one. Mark like Andrews. A, Mark Andrews. There it is. Mark Andrews is the other guy that I would start over. Other than that, if you don't have one of those five guys, why aren't you starting Jake Ferguson? He was available on the waiver wire in a whole bunch of NFL.com leagues earlier this week. Hopefully, you were the lucky one that picked him up, especially if you have, I don't know, Kyle Pitts, maybe. Uh, Jake Ferguson has seen at least, well, exactly seven targets in three of his four games so far this season, and he has been fantasy productive with them. The Cowboys also love to utilize their tight ends in the red zone. So right now, Jake Ferguson is looking like the Dalton Schultz, the new Dalton Schultz there for Dak Prescott in this Cowboys offense, even in a tough matchup against the 49ers defense. I'm not shying away from I, I think you got to start him. I mean, you got to start him. He's still available in about uh, 60% of NFL.com leagues. So uh, if you're playing on NFL.com, get, give it a look because there's a chance Jake Ferguson could be there for you. Hunter Henry. I said a couple weeks ago that Hunter Henry was about to break your heart. He had a good start to the season, had a couple of touchdowns. I just knew that it wasn't going to be sustainable, and you don't like him this week against New Orleans. Yeah, hot start, like you said. He's really only had one bad game by a tight end standard, at least for fantasy purposes, but his offense is in complete shambles right now, and he draws the hardest matchup for a tight end. Right now, the Saints have allowed a league-low 82 receiving yards. It's through four games. It's about 20 yards per game, give or take. Just one touchdown and the second fewest catches to the position. Uh, given the matchup, given how his offense has looked right now, I think there's better options at the position this week. Yeah, I just, I, I don't trust anything really with the Patriots offense. Like, I still want to try and believe in Ramondre even, but it's getting harder because they just, they can't move the ball. They can't score points. It's really rough uh, for the guys with the flags on their helmets. Time now for a segment like we like to call How We Feeling. We'll rip through some of the guys we're getting asked about the most on socialmediawebsites.com and uh, let you know if they should be in your lineups this week. So let's start with Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. going against the Tennessee Titans in their pass funnel defense. How are you feeling about MPJ? I'm feeling good about him this week. I think this is a big bounce back spot. I know he's coming off his first down game of the season, but he's still tied for the team lead in targets and the Titans they're in the top five in yards allowed to receivers but they really struggle against the deep ball as well we know that is an area where Pittman and Anthony Richardson could excel I mean Richardson could throw it like 50 yards while falling down so I, I feel good about Pittman bouncing back feel really good about Pittman this week uh, also feeling really good about David Montgomery against the Carolina Panthers as much as a lot of people out there want Jameer Gibbs to get a bigger role and look maybe one day it's going to happen Right now, this is David Montgomery's show. He is effective. He's running the football well. I know he's not flashy, but he's getting the job done, and he gets to face a Panthers run defense that has been awful all year long. So I would expect that David Montgomery is going to get plenty of touches, plenty of opportunities to just run through that Panther defense, and I feel great about having him in the lineup. 
Meanwhile, Jamison Williams expected back for Detroit against the Panthers pass defense. How do you feel about him? I feel great about having him back on my fantasy rosters. Not quite ready yet to put him in the starting lineup. He was coming off the hamstring injury, the suspension, all of that in a game where I think the Lions will be playing from ahead and probably running the ball a whole bunch in the second half. I want him on all of as many rosters as I possibly can. I just want to take a wait and see approach. Yeah, I think that's probably wise because even Dan Campbell saying he's going to play kind of a specific role in the offense. Meanwhile, George Pickens taking on the Baltimore Ravens. It looks like Kenny Pickett is going to play. I feel kind of meh about him. I mean, full disclosure, I have him in the sleepers column, but I'm not expecting big production out of him. What helps for him is that he's pretty much the only guy that's making plays in the passing game for this offense. So I think that's a good sign. The bad news is the Ravens have been really tough against opposing passing games. So we'll see how it is. I feel like if you have to start him, I understand if you have other options, maybe you consider those, but uh, I get it if this is what you got to do. Meanwhile, Isaiah Pacheco, who runs like he's trying to kill the turf monster. Uh, how do you feel about him against the Vikings this week? I was going to say, unless you're a blade of grass at the U.S. Bank Stadium <laughs> right now, you should be feeling good about Isaiah Pacheco. He's been more effective uh, as, as a fantasy running back. He's getting used more in the passing game. And I think this is a game where the Chiefs could have a lead in the second half. And we know that they like to grind the clock out using Pacheco. Yeah, I think uh, Isaiah Pacheco is playing well. I mean, as much as. Uh, you know, I won't say I faded him, but I was not big on him. But uh, credit where it's due. He's playing some really good football right now. Speaking of Pacheco, we're going to be talking about some running backs after the break. Plus, we're going to open up the velvet ropes and get inside Club Dub. Stick around for more of the Stardom Sidem Show. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Let's talk some stardom sitem running backs for Week 5, Mike. Devon Achan is 100% a must-start option. James Conner in a good matchup. And Brees Hall, the fourth name there was Brian Robinson. I did not expect them to drop back 55 times in a row this week. <laughs> My bad. Uh, the sits, Ramondre Stevenson. I, maybe you can't get away, but if you can, I would. Najee Harris, same thing. Uh, pains me to say Jameer Gibbs. And then Miles Sanders. I have him on a couple of teams. I want no part of him in my starting lineup. Yeah, the Chuba Hubbard uh, run last week was a little bit surprising and a little bit worrisome for Miles Sanders. But let's start with Brees Hall, who, look, the leash is off. No more snap counts. No more limits. Uh, also means you could probably say goodbye to Dalvin Cook. But the good <laughs> news is... Brees Hall, full go against a bad Broncos defense. Yeah, and it was a good sign last week to see him lead the backfield in carries, routes, targets, all of that. Now no snap count, like you said, and just in time for the best possible matchup a running back could have. The Denver Broncos, not only have they allowed the most rushing yards, it was over 100 more than any other team entering week five. They've allowed the most touchdowns and are top five in receiving yards, touchdowns, and catches allowed to running backs. I am hoping... For a vintage, maybe Brees Hall's best game as a pro so far is what I'm hoping for. I would like that. That would be fun. I would enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> Jameer Gibbs, you mentioned how it, it pained you to put him on the sit list. And 
We keep wanting bigger, better things for Jameer Gibbs. We were told that they were going to use him in ways we never imagined. And they are right, because I never imagined that he was going to be playing second fiddle to David Montgomery. But uh, what is, is. So we are sitting him against the Panthers. Yeah, it's for everything that you said, like right now on a per touch basis, he is averaging more yards per carry, more yards before and after contact, more explosive runs. It does not matter whatsoever. All the volume, all the goal line volume, especially is going to David Montgomery. Gibbs is averaging just 9.7 fantasy points per game. And I think this is a game where the Lions will have a lead, which scares me because when that happened last week, David Montgomery ran 32 times. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get Gibbs out the line. Oh, if the Lions have a lead, it's going to be the David Montgomery show. You better believe that. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen this week. Ramondre Stevenson. I know Adam Rank still has high hopes. He's still optimistic about Ramondre, and God bless him for that. Because I want to <laughs> be on that same train, too. I just cannot be. You have him as a sit against New Orleans. Yeah, he is yet to run for 60 yards in a game this season. And then the pass game usage, that's what we were hanging our hat on for Ramondre Stevenson last year. He does not have more than 10 receiving yards in a game since week one. Well, the Saints are stingy against running backs altogether, but we saw when the Patriots are playing in a close game or with a lead, that is when they like to get Ezekiel Elliott more involved. We saw it in week two against the Jets, and that is my fear that we see it again this week. I understand you maybe can't get away from him, but if you have another option that you feel pretty good about, I would. We are happy to be joined once again by researcher extraordinaire, Rams Homer, and man of floral print shirts, Laquan Jones. <laughs> good to see you again, LQ. What's up? What's up, man? It's Friday. I got my loud shirt on, so I'm feeling good, man. Feeling pretty good. All right. So yeah. if you're feeling so great, how about you give us your five sleepers of the week? Listen, coming at number five, I got Michael Wilson. He's been showing up and showing out these last two weeks, man. He's been really impressive. I mean, 237 receiving yards. He's second on the team, but what's really standing out to me is this 14.8 receiving yards per target, which is first on the team. So this guy's getting separation and he's making the difficult, difficult catches. I mean, he's playing out wide and he's also playing in the slot, which is great, but that could be why Rondo Moore hasn't been on the field much because of Michael Wilson eating up that slot as well. But he's going up against his Bengals defense who allowed a receiving touchdown to a wide receiver in each of the last three games. But man, these guys that were scoring those touchdowns, they were wide receiver two, wide receiver three type guys, not number one. So Michael Wilson, he has a chance this week. And coming in at number four, I got Jaden Reed, man. He's another rookie that's been standing out to me, man. What can't this guy do? Jet sweeps, contested catches downfield. He's standing out. He's jumping off the paper right now. But he's averaging 11 and a half fantasy points per game right now. He's been on a hot and cold streak the last couple of weeks. But I like this Raiders defense. They're kind of a middle of a pack defense and he has the upside to make the big plays i mean he has seven targets of 20 plus air yards which is tied seventh in the nfl and we've seen last week the raiders give up some really big passes to josh palmer closing out the deal but listen i really feel like this is an opportunity for jordan love and Jaden reed to connect downfield he has a healthy 20 percent target share not really worried about christian watson because he plays outside and reed is eating up the slot so i like him this week as a sleeper Next up, I got John New Smith, the Falcons tight end one. I know Kyle Pitts managers are not going to like that, but man, he's looked good. Last week, he had a career high, 95 receiving yards in a game. And did I mention he's leading the Falcons in receiving yards right now, which is crazy to think about, but he's looking like Desmond Ritter's go-to tight end. There's no other team in the NFL right now that are targeting their tight ends more than the Falcons. 37% target share to this tight end unit, which is crazy, but 
going against this Texans defense we're on the road, going into the Falcons house, and hopefully we can get a better version of Desmond Ritter because he's 4-0 at home. So let's get some points to John o. Smith this week. And coming up next, we got Zay Flowers going against this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. He's electric, man. A home run ability at any point, an explosive playmaker. But I know the fantasy points have been on snooze as of late, but I think this is the game where they wake up against the Steelers defense, who's allowing the second most fantasy points per game to wide receivers and the most completions of 10 plus yards, by the way. So this is an opportunity for Lamar and Zay Flowers to go down the field and make the big plays. And there's no question here whatsoever about the volume. I mean, he's leading the team in targets with a 28% target share. That's elite. Zay Fryers light the Pittsburgh Steelers up this weekend. Please and thank you. Now into going to my sleeper, as crazy as sounds, Zach Wilson against this bad, bad, bad Denver defense, man. He looked good last week against the Chiefs, man. He's gaining some confidence. He had a career high 105 0.2 passer rating, which is great, man. He looked cool, calm, and collected. He made better decisions with Big Bro up in the skybox watching him, man. Rodgers, there's pressure, but hey, pressure makes diamonds. He made some big boy throws. So going against this Denver defense, man, they're bad against quarterbacks. They're allowing the most fantasy points to quarterbacks right now and the most touchdowns. This is, could be a game that could be a launch pad for Wilson to set the tone for the rest of the season. I believe in you, Zach. I believe in Zach Wilson too this week. I mean, it's going to yeah. come back to burn us. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way this doesn't come back to burn us. But I no. believe in Zach Wilson this week. Also, when you said John U. Smith, I heard the sad prices right horn in my head. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. <laughs> Just because we all put our chips on Kyle Pitts again yeah, yeah. this year. All right. Enough Love of that. It. Time to get excited because we are putting on our finest. We're spraying on the Axe Body Spray. We're going to a Let's go. The guys that we guarantee will score 25 or more fantasy points this week. So, Laquan, we hand it back to you. Who's getting into the club this week? Listen, Joe Mixon's on his way to the club this weekend, and you can tell by the shirt I'm rolling with him, man. I'm definitely riding with Mixon going against this Cardinals defense. We're allowing the third most fantasy points per game to running backs, and they also have the fourth most missed tackles in the league right now. But more importantly, they're tied fifth with the most receptions allowed to running backs. We saw Mixon last season have a career high in targets, receiving yards, and receptions. So the Bengals really got to lean on them with this banged up offense. You got T. Higgins dealing with a rib injury. He's questionable. Joe Burrow not playing at 100% right now. So this would be the time that the Bengals can lean on Joe Mixon to get more involved in the passing game, so this could be a Joe Mixon breakout game this week. Listen to this man when it comes to clubbing. He's from the same town as Situation and Snooky. He knows a thing <laughs> or two about it. Uh, for me, I, I'm going to... Uh, look, I'm taking Devon H. Hand because he's amazing. Like I don't know what else I need to say about that. He's basically averaging a visit to Club Dub each and every week. Last week, eight carries. He turned it into over 100 yards. He's being used as the goal line runner there. He's playing more snaps than Raheem Mostert, and he is being utilized in the passing game. And I haven't even said anything about the matchup. He plays the Giants. Do I need to say anything more? <laughs> he is going to go off this week. Make sure he is in your starting lineup. All right, so Devon A. Chan, who's been the new hotness and uh, starting to get his name on the list at Club Dub. I'm going to go with Brees Hall. And, you know, you heard Florio talk about him as a guy on the start list this week. You heard uh, LQ talk about uh, Zach Wilson being a sleeper. I like the Jets offense this week. I, I don't know. I mean, I do like the Jets offense. I also just like going against the Broncos defense. I don't really care how you <laughs> figure it, but this is the week that we see a lot of Brees Hall. The training wheels are off. There are no limits. There are no snap restrictions. It's going to be a heavy dose of Brees Hall going against a bad defense. 
This is the week that the Jets sort of make you believe. Now, mind you, they'll probably snatch that hope away later in the season. But for now, the Jets are going to make you believe in everybody who spent that draft capital on Brees Hall, at least for one week. You're going to be happy you did it when he's popping bottles in club dub. Before we get out of here, we do want to say thank you and goodbye to one of our own, our own Parker Fenton, who has been with us for years and is off to bigger and better things. Uh, whether it's this show, whether it's the NFL Fantasy Football Show, any of our streaming shows, we could not have done them without Parker's wonderful help. So we love you. We miss you. We wish the best for you. And Florio, it means there's one less Bills fan here to support you every week. Uh, who am I going to come in and talk to on Mondays after the Bills lose now? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to miss Parker. Going to miss Parker's dad so much. Uh, <laughs> The Fentons are an amazing family, and Parker, it's been a pleasure and an honor to work with you, and best of luck. A hundred percent. We are completely going to miss you, but we wish you the best, and we know you will be successful wherever you go. In the meantime, that will do it for us here on this edition of the Stardom Sidham Show. For Laquan Jones, for Michael F. Floyo, I am Marcus Grant. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Enjoy the weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.